0: It's going to be the biggest corn fest yet. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kill James Bond. I am Alice Goldwell Kelly. Joining me are Devon and. How are you doing? Absolutely abigail Thorne.
1: hello my name's abigail welcome to See, my home th- and she to is. philosophy
0: tube she's here she's here she's here. Like... she's here recording an episode of kill james bond with us oh, um abby how do you how do you feel about
1: all those people being mean to you online no i'm gonna fucking kill that cunt that's a bit rude abigail
0: come <laughs> <laughs> <Thumbnail>. now <laughs> I just, I, I'm so glad that we definitely have Abby with us recording this one. She's with us. One. <laughs> yeah. No, if you, if you're not familiar, Abby, Abby is Abby is away for the moment because of um. She was walking to to record with us, and then a giant piano, which had been suspended above the street, was sort of like recklessly let go off of its hoist. Mm. Um and then that 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 fell on her causing all of her teeth to like fall out like piano keys
1: yeah um, it's it's a damn shame someone dangled a, a decently paying uh, acting role at the globe in front of her um but little did she realize that they'd actually just painted that onto a wall she ran into it full <laughs> speed and was completely
0: flattened the thing i admire about abigail is that she's so like spontaneous and capable of like ad libbing Especially when she's here with us recording, as she is now. Absolutely,
1: women exist to be fucked. Not
0: sure about that? <laughs> she's uh, she's she's controversial. She's a controversial woman. She is. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. I've just I've just taken a look at our viewership retention figures on the uh, oh, on Poppy. Oh no. Apparently, they get no. about two minutes in and throw their phones at the ground so hard it cracks the concrete. <laughs> uh, that's a
0: damn so shame. So no, Abigail. So, not yeah, <laughs> I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but no, until until Abigail has recovered from her piano injuries, uh, which she sustained in the line of duty as a podcaster, and as such, you know, will still be getting her full pension and benefits. And um, if she does
1: die in, in line of duty, she will be getting the Purple Heart,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Um, but we, the two of us, the yes. double dragons, if you will, are covering by doing some not-Bond movies. Uh, because we would never do a Bond movie without one of our number. Mm. And so, instead, what we're doing is Planes 2. Yep. I'm yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, you made me watch Planes 2. Um, I made you watch Planes 2. Planes Fire and Rescue, if you prefer.
1: The thing is, I looked at this on Amazon, and I was like, okay, mm. 84 minutes. No way yes. is there going to be... Anything that's going to snap my mind in half, like I'm traveling through the warp, uh, unshielded. Correct. This is going to fly correct. by. It'll be nice <laughs> and easy. There won't even be that much
0: to discuss. Oh, ye of little faith, because when I pitched this to you, you said, "I'm not sure if there's enough here for the, for like a full a full hour of mm. us talking about it." And I, I want you to know. You were very, very wrong about you misjudged wrong. Planes, Fire and Rescue so badly. I was, I was so, so wrong. We're, we're going to get into it. So we begin with the dedication. Planes, Fire and Rescue is dedicated to the. This is verbatim. The brave
1: Mujahideen. I was
0: about to make that joke, you fucking piece of shit, is dedicated to the the courageous firefighters throughout the world who risk their lives to save the lives of others. Mm-hmm. And this caused me to have three thoughts in quick succession. Uh, thought number one was the the brave, the noble firefighters of Afghanistan. That's right. Um, thought number two, I would absolutely watch that as like a prestige documentary about like Afghan firefighters, I would totally do that. Oh, 100%. Thing, Thing number three, really, when you think about it, every other movie is a piece of shit for not being dedicated to firefighters. That's right. Like, Planes, Fire, and Rescue is really just kind of like sort of raising the moral bar for, for all movies because, you know, you go and see, say, I don't know, The Matrix, Resurrections, or whatever else. It's not fucking dedicated to firefighters. It doesn't say shit about firefighters. And those firefighters, as Planes, Fire, and Rescue informs us, are you know courageous and they risk their lives to save the lives of others?
1: Just a whole like theater full of firefighters, sadly getting up and taking off their hat, <laughs> leaving the theater.
0: Yeah, they've all never been able to watch a movie before. Gear. Yeah, absolutely. This is the first one. <laughs> absolutely, they're going on like a firefighter like works outing where they all go directly from the fire station in full uniform to go and to go and watch a movie. Absolutely, and it doesn't leaving have
1: this. leaving the. Entire town completely undefended from fire. Absolutely. Which Absolutely. does happen it's several like... times in this movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Um, um, now, wh- the thing is, of course, we've only mm. watched Cars 2 and Planes 2. That's so it correct. could well be that all of the other movies start with this movie is dedicated to, like, the cops, or this movie is dedicated Probably. to, like, EMTs. Yeah. It could be working mm-hmm. through it.
0: That's true, but, I I feel like it may not be the case, because, as you mentioned, we haven't seen Planes 1. That's right. But the gist of Planes 1 that I get from the opening of this movie is that Lightning McQueen brackets Plane. Um yep. his, his name is Dusty Crop Hopper, but I'm gonna be calling him Lightning McQueen the whole way through. He's the same guy, he's the same character, he's just voiced by Dane Cook, of all people, instead of Chris <laughs> Remarkable. Pratt. Remarkable. Yes. Um, at the end of like planes one, he had won some kind of plane race because he's lightning McQueen, yeah.
1: And it's implied that it was like around the world, right? So he, he's like a yes, he's as the name Dusty crop Hopper implies, lol, he is he's a crop dusting plane. And then by the mm-hmm. end of the movie, he has won a race around the world. Uh, and that's yes. where we start out is because they don't know how to make a movie where the protagonist isn't a racer, they
0: can't yes. do it and much like cars too he has come back to his hometown which is here called oh fuck what's it called propwash junction uh which again raises some questions right because prop propwash junction it's it's not a town it's an airport yeah. right uh th- they mention a couple of other towns that that are like you know grand flaps things of this nature mm. those are also all airports right yeah, but but this exists in the same universe as cars, right? We see the sentient cars; that's the same universe. Oh yeah. So, uh, are we talking then here about a kind of like uh, like a redlining process whereby cars and planes cannot live together because the only people people who live in Propwash Junction are either planes or like accessory vehicles for planes.
1: Yeah, or, or like the owners of utilities, like the, the hotel guy. Is a car? I thought
0: the hotel guy was also a plane. Um, he might. You know what? Impossible for th- me to remember. There's, there's, there's <laughs> I, I'm just. Th- I mean, listen. We we got three minutes into this movie, and I wrote down a big question about like, does this imply the existence of like racial segregation in the cars universe no. between planes and cars because they don't really seem to interact, and they certainly don't like live together. It's just ah. Uh, uh, mm, mm. Anyway, the thing about Dusty, right, is that he pushes himself to his limits when he's racing, and we know this because we can see inside his cockpit, which I guess is like inside his eyes. Yeah, um,
1: he sort of looks down, but the thing is, is his eyes are the windshield, so it's yeah, he it's looks like, like the it's inside
0: on, of his own head.
1: Yeah, he's looking at the inside of his head, and it's got a lot of like buttons on, which God knows how he'd fucking interact with those
0: yeah, he has he has a cockpit in and in the inside of
1: it so like is that god alone knows how he's gonna be pushing those buttons or even see yeah. what's going like it's like it's like if you could look down at like the lower eyelid on you mm. and it had information yeah, yeah, about yeah. how you're doing
0: i mean that does sound cool i yeah. do i do kind Actually, of see we should get that but but like then. yeah 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 so He pushes himself to his limits, as helpfully indicated in the form of this like gauge for like his gearbox pressure or something. Mm -hmm. Um, He he goes out for a race with his um, mentor Bracket's coach. Yeah. Um, Now this is also a concern, right? His 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 mentor Bracket's coach is is called Skipper, and he's a he's a chance vault corsair. Uh, oh, it marked up in the shut up. I have autism. Uh, marked up delivery of shit. <laughs> Vf seventeen, Jolly Rogers, the uh, the the sort of notorious U.S. Navy fighter squadron. Anyway, the point is that means that World War II existed in the Cars universe. That means that he killed Japanese planes in the Pacific, uh, kamikaze planes, like sentient planes. Flew into sentient ships for the Emperor Bracket's plane. Oh, we don't
1: he, we don't even need to go into that much detail. Like in, no, in the no. previous planes movie, it's explicitly stated that World War Two happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, which means that there was a, a plane brackets, sentient called Enola Gay and another That's plane right. Bracket sentient called Boxcar, uh, who 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 drops nuclear weapons. <laughs> <laughs> we did this. We did this last time. <laughs> okay. We've okay. Done We're not going to do the history game. thing. We've done this. Okay. Okay. Fine. But it's still weird.
1: There is um, there is something that I think they're cowards for, which is um, hmm. briefly the plane, uh, plane Lightning McQueen does like a fucking circuit over New York City, and it's clearly yes! New York City. Yes. And I don't... I, don't I, I went back and rewatched it a few times. They don't fucking put the Statue of Liberty in there.
0: <laughs> they, like, they, they don't... They don't put the statue of liberty in there because it would have to be Yeah, Wait, they no, didn't they... want to broach that. Hang on. I do think they? they actually might do? I think they do and it's a forklift. I think that's genuinely a thing that they do. The thing that they don't There's have in way. that shot of New York City is it's the twin um, towers. Is the twin towers. It they did, have yeah, the Chrysler Building in 2014. They, they have they have the Empire State Building. They I think they have the Freedom Tower which replaced the twin towers. Um so mm. so again like this is this is table stakes at this point but again we're talking here about like sentient plane There's brackets, like it makes 9/11. a lot of sense right
1: because this was released in 2014 mm. and it's a children's movie so they're not yes. going to instinctively see the twin towers when they imagine no. the New York skyline so it's it's a no. fair decision to leave
0: it out but you can't ignore implication. what that implies <laughs> Well the thing is, right, the reason why we see this New York thing is it's a montage of um, yeah. of of Lightning McQueen doing plane racing shit. And like he, he signs his autograph with his like tire. Um and, and, and like he signs his autograph on an airliner. He so does. we're already establishing that's literally the previous shot. So oh, it is a forklift, you know, yeah. I've just looked we, es- it up. we established two things in very quick succession. Airliners real br- and sentient. And uh New York City does not have twin towers anymore. So I mean that's canon. That is that yeah. is canon now. That, again
1: like just big, big victory lap on the cold shot was, we made during the, cars two.
0: Was the was the airliner hijacked from the inside no. by cars working for Al-Qaeda? Or was the car or was the was the was the airliner itself radicalized at some point? Um and I think okay. you've got
1: to accept that the airliner wasn't radicalised. It was definitely... Because we see cars go into mm. the airliners. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, that's too, true. So that's
0: true, and it's... it's yeah, okay. Completely so reasonable. N- 19 cars. Um, j- but unfortunately, I, he pushes
1: himself too hard during this training montage <laughs> yeah. uh, and discovers yes. that he has the plane athlete equivalent of a fucked up ankle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just I, I have I have that on oh, that because slipped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because what happens is he pushes himself too hard and in this sort of training montage with Skipper, uh, he he tries to do like a loop and we see in a sort of like horrifying internal tracking shot through his body yep. that part of his gearbox just fucking like explodes, right? Mm-hmm. Um And he stalls, he stalls out, Um, and for a second there's only the sound of him breathing as he, like, plummets back to Earth, and Lightning McQueen is suddenly aware of, like, the possibility of death for the first time in his life, which is a heavy thing to drop in the first ten minutes of a children's movie, I would say. Um, Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, you're just gonna, you're just gonna, like... You know, die of a sporting injury and you just plummet out of the air and just fucking like crash and are killed. Um, it's not great. I mean, it it, 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 it. Yeah. 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 So.
1: Yeah, that happens.
0: That, that, that happens. But, but, but Skipper gets him home, right? Uh, and then he goes to the plane doctor. Mm-hmm. And the plane doctor is a forklift. She's a mechanic, I guess. Um, and, and she's, she's working on him, right? And all of his dumbass friends are there, who I presume are like the fun little side characters from the first Planes movie. Like there's a there's a, like a, a fuel tender, there's another forklift. I don't remember. Yeah, um,
1: complete cowardice to not make the uh, protagonist of the second Planes movie one of those guys. <laughs> like they fucking, but, did. like it's it's the, fucking the, mm, Chug gets to be. That's,
0: yeah. But but so the doctor is trying to use like serious doctor voice and give him like bad news about the gearbox and all of his stupid friends are just there doing bits, which is like the worst thing I can imagine as someone who has friends who will do bits mm-hmm. is like all of you busting into the doctor's office while I'm waiting for some test results.
1: I mean, we all did that to Abby when she was hearing That's about true. the, uh, the piano Absolutely. teeth thing.
0: Absolutely. Um... But... Th- so, so she, she, she tells him that he has become... Physically disabled. And he can't race anymore, because his gearbox is like... They don't make them anymore. Yeah, because he's an old fucking crop duster plate, like... Yeah. They wouldn't make spare
1: parts for this guy.
0: No. They, they can't fix him, and so therefore, uh, he can't, like, push himself to his limits anymore. And she installs a warning light in him mm-hmm. um yeah. so that any time he's about to like redline his 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 gearbox it starts beeping at him and he has to ease off otherwise he'll die um and he's of course very depressed by this this is yeah. like w- what we would think of as like a life changing injury to and again I cannot stress enough that these are planes this is a this is a cartoon plane yeah but that's
1: <laughs> it it is worth noting that every so often.
0: Because we're talking about this just, guy receiving just in case you, yeah, his,
1: his racing career is over because he's received word he has an absolutely ir, like unhealable, mm-hmm. unfixable injury and it's heartbreaking to him. Also, he is a plane. <laughs>
0: yes. He's being told that's by a forklift. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> I love the use of forklifts in these fucking movies so much because they're such a crutch. It's oh, like every yeah, time you need it's someone like we, to be to the something. Do something they're like, "Yeah, oh fuck, put a forklift in."
0: We we don't have a forklift in here. Um. So so he's of course depressed by this, and he doesn't quite believe it. So he goes out in the middle of the night and he flies and he tries to like push himself again. Mm-hmm. Um. But the the like warning sort of alarm thing goes off. He has to ease back. Almost crashes. And then when he lands, he knocks over a big fuel tank and starts a fire. That's right. Now,
1: Unfortunately, this town has a firefighter. Yes, it His does. His name is yes, Mayday. Mayday he...
0: is 900 years old. Mayday uh, is
1: this ancient fucking vehicle. Uh, genuinely phenomenal. Uh, he's played by Hal Holbrook for some fucking reason. Just like... Uh-huh. he's like
0: he a 1930s firefighter. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know what? There's ancient. actually something worth noting here, because the fire alarm goes off, and it cuts to an internal shot of the fire station, and mm. then Mayday just sort of drops from the ceiling.
0: Yeah, like he's not going down a pole, he just a fucking yeah.
1: lands.
0: <laughs> bodily. Yeah, he, just has a, he just has like a void in the floor of the, I guess, like Apartment where he lives with all the weight
1: then... of a fucking fire truck being dropped <laughs> from a first story. <laughs> he just fucking lands, leaves, yeah, and then yeah, he has yeah. to go back and put some glasses on. Uh, he he's does his ex- best.
0: Old. Yes, uh, he's adorable. But the thing is, right, really he has to go, he has to go and put out the fire, and this raises some more questions because th- this means that they, they, they hook him up to a hydrant and then they pump water through his body. Which he then projects at the fire out of one of his orifices. Well, I'm not okay with the concept of like a sentient car, but by this point, I've made my peace <laughs> yeah. with it. I'm not it, taking it, like psychic damage it, anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can kind of see the things that they put out, like oil is like piss or whatever, but also they drink it. I, I, but like, they drink piss in the movie. It's fine. Yeah, yes. But There's the idea that, that, like, uh, a, a fire engine exists, and the point of this fire engine is to be plugged into a mains water supply, suck a shitload, like, an industrial quantity of water, and then, like, project it bodily at a fire. That that's, That is that's extremely uncomfortable. uncomfortable to me, yeah. It is, it is. It's, it's like Because, like, the water-dropping
1: just... planes that we meet later, that's fine, I can understand that. Because they're
0: just sure. picking it up
1: and then dropping it, right? Sure. Not,
0: I mean, granted, it is in their bodies, I guess, but the, the, like, it's like having it's like I don't know, drinking a bunch of water, holding it in your mouth, and then like spitting it back out. That's yeah, not exactly. That weird. It's not. That it's not weird. traveling through the whole fucking like sigmoid process. It's not cleaning them out guy's on the fucking, fucking fire hydrant. <laughs> fucking hookup. It's not. It's not a like
1: combination enema. No. Piss. No. Like. It- <laughs> Just a complete through the body uh, water experience. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, no, Mayday, fucking clean pipes by the end of that. Uh, but that is not enough to put out the fire, unfortunately. So, in a last ditch effort, multiple uh, members of the community of Prop Wash Junction. Prop Wash Junction, yep. They pull a water tower over. Yes. To put it out. Yes.
0: And this works. They do put it out, but with some difficulty.
1: Yes, um, and also they've uh, just destroyed their water tower. So,
0: y- yeah, which how is Mayday going to get his enemies now? We Absolutely. don't Absolutely, um, he's an old man. He's, he's an old man. He needs, him. needs those pipes clean. <laughs> he needs. Some-
1: <laughs> he gets, like some fucking yogurt <laughs> put in, like uh, Harvey Kellogg, you
0: <laughs> Okay. So, so the animal loving fire truck and, mm-hmm. and friends. Then <laughs> some reason animal loving fire truck is fine
1: to me for adding and friends to that. Get yeah,
0: ridden. and 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 associates and his associates. Um,
1: the next morning, the fucking, they get in
0: trouble. They the, get in trouble because fucking OSHA or the FAA or some yeah federal the firefighter agency, the cops
1: run through and like the
0: firefighter cops show up, Um and they're like a big. Sort of like airport firefighting, uh, fire engine, and like another forklift because they needed hands to do the like, is that guy writing down everything I'm saying? Jokes. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um. But they 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 sort of like administratively shut down Propwash Junction because again, the whole town is an airport, right? And they just pull its license to operate because they mm. only have one firefighter. He's mega old. Uh, oh, yeah. His 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 enemies don't work any any like to any like real extent anymore, and so therefore, in order to like reopen the town, they need to modernise him and then hire a second firefighter. That's right. Ridden by guilt, um, Dusty goes to see him, where he's like being sad in the fire department, like, looking at old photos, which is a very funny thing to try and have to convey if you're an animator, when you're talking about, again, a truck. He's yeah. Like, he's, like, hunched over. He's just looking at them,
1: like, he's not interacting with them in any meaningful way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just... no, no,
1: But, yeah, he's just he... an old fire truck, and, like, the, that's the plot of the movie, baby. We've got to get this fire truck jacked. We've got to get this old man fucking...
0: Built. Yes, yes. Also, I missed a bit, which is an important bit, only as a throwaway joke. Which is they they remember that this is supposed to be like a comedy movie, and you're supposed to like keep the adults a little bit engaged. Oh yeah, too, no, I also right? wrote this one down. So so in between the in between these the the fire starting and him getting his diagnosis of being uh, fucked in the gearbox, they, they go to a bar, right? And the bar is called. Honkers. Bar is
1: called Honkers.
0: And they do a series of jokes in there which are not very funny, but like the existence of Hooters, uh, like in allegory form in the plane slash cars cinematic universe. I don't know. I think that
1: there was like one funny one, which is the first one, which is unfortunate, which is where um, one, of the, one of the guys is just like, she left me for a hybrid. I didn't even hear him coming. Which I did genuinely quite enjoy. There are some <laughs> yeah, pickup was, truck jokes there yeah, as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah.
0: Really... Anyway, okay. I, I just I just wanted to note that just because I wrote down here femboy honkers. Um, in any case, so Dustin like goes and commiserates with Mayday, um, mm-hmm. and he sees that he has a photo of an like a, a firefighting plane, and he thinks. Wait a second. What if I be the? What if I become the second firefighter? Right. What mm. if I go and I get trained and I get certified to do this? Um, it's and, not like he has anything else going on. No, so. no, because like I, he's he's been like he he's suffered from life changing injuries. He can't do the the racing anymore, yeah. and that's his passion. He's sort of like had a loose end, and he thinks, oh, maybe I can like. You know, you know, do something else. You know, that's you know useful to people. Yeah, find um, find
1: some meaning in. Uh, yeah, 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 helping people. It, it's a good lesson, all things considered. It's,
0: it 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 is. This movie has well, much like Spy Kids 3D. This movie has some <laughs> things about disability, right? That are perhaps good lessons to teach kids, and some things that are perhaps not. Um, there are
1: some, yeah, there's some things coming up that we've buried the lead on extremely hard um, that I'm excited to get to talk about <laughs> later yes, on.
0: Yes, yes. So Mayday sends him to to his friend Blade Ranger, who is a helicopter.
1: Yeah, which I wrote down uh, in full caps.
0: I was, I was watching
1: this with my partner. Um, mm. God help her. Uh, I just put it on on the big screen and she didn't leave, so she ended up tangentially also <laughs> watching it. Um, it was like fucking Blade Ranger, and she said, "I hope he's hot." So that'll be nice. It,
0: it, well, he, he's kind of hot, though. <laughs> like, I'm he's, losing he's it. He's voiced by Ed Harris. So I'm not really able to like make a determination because I hear Ed Harris's voice coming out of a helicopter, and I'm like, that's Ed Harris. Uh, and, yeah, and you and just totally like see short Ed and, Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so so Ed Harris Blade Ranger works at a national park. I forget what it's called because it's not important. Um, so it's just Justin called like. Piston Peak, or something like that. Yeah, D- Dustin flies out to the national park, and at this point, I wrote down, ah fuck, that's a good joke actually. It's the one good joke in the movie, as Go far on. as I'm concerned. Which is, so we've established, both in this movie, although I didn't mention it, and also in like the Cars universe, that um, tractors are like cows, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're not sentient, well they're sentient, but they're not sapient, I guess. Yeah, They like moo, they drive around, they're like, you know, uh, pastoral animals. So as he's flying in we see a bunch of slightly more modern designed tractors with a bunch of like roof rack headlights uh in a distinctive shade of green and it took me a second then i realized that they can't actually make this joke explicit for like licensing reasons which makes it 10 times funnier but that's a deer, yeah, because of John, John Deere tractors. That's it's, uh, it's, yeah, that is good actually. It's it's, it's it's a good visual gag. It's the only one in the movie. Yeah, there's like Save a bunch of them,
1: and there's one with like these massive roof racks that extend way past <laughs> the end. And I was like, oh, that is fun. I do like that. That some of the it's not character design so much, but like I hate to say this, but the creature design.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, the, really the, the, the good creatures. The creatura, because they're not they're um, not
1: characters. The character design no. is abysmal. Um, it's just yes. a plane with like kissable lips eyes. if it's a girl, yeah. or just eyes if it's Why a boy. Why does
0: the girl plane have lips? Okay, we're gonna get into this. Because... All of the
1: girls have lips. <laughs> d-
0: d- 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 anyway, yeah, <laughs> Dustin, we meet a cast Dustin... of fucking
1: characters here. So let's just d- go through the. In into order. the
0: like air. It's into the like air firefighting base, yep. right? Where he, he where he meets several people in quick succession. Now yeah. the first the, he meets a bunch of forklifts which are not important. He meets a bunch of the like smoke jumpers who are mm-hmm. like little tiny forklifts, and they all get like names and personalities and accents, and then we forget yeah, right? about them for the rest of the movie. So yeah,
1: it's not... a, a series of Mister not appearing in this movie. Yeah, they just... genuinely
0: go to like some effort to like introduce them, and then you just forget about them. Uh, Dale Dye, like Hollywood's only military advisor, is there as like an old uh like flying boxcar transport aircraft. Yeah. Then yeah. there's then there's there's Dipper, right? Dipper Dipper yeah. is Dipper is um a Grumman Goose. She used to be a transport plane up in Alaska. And the thing that you have to know about Dipper is that she is down horrendous. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, she, sort of mandated to watch an HR DVD about, like, conduct in the workplace as characters. Yeah,
1: Dipper is at all times about ten seconds off getting a lawsuit. Like, yeah, she, because
0: she's a huge fangirl for Dustin. Like, yeah. she loves him. When she meets him, she's like, oh, I, I, I saw all of your, like, racism and shit. You're smaller than I
1: thought, huh. but that's
0: okay. Um, it, d- interesting. Mm. She also yes. admit, yeah,
1: takes great lengths immediately after this to stress that her name is Miss... <laughs> Miss yes. Dustin.
0: <laughs> yes. She's, she's She, like, she's,
1: leans right in she's and goes very, raw.
0: very horny. And the thing about her is that she has lips, and they're not, like, uh, d- distinct from the outside, right? They're not, like, say, green M&M lips. No. What they are is that they, like, the, her, like, fuselage just, like, opens when she speaks and it like forms into them. And the effect on a character whose design again is horny. Is so fucking weird, dude. It's 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 not good. I'll tell you this for a fact. It's 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 really not good. It's not good. We get hit with a one-two punch.
1: Yeah, because
0: we don't meet Blade Ranger,
1: because he's out fighting a fire or some shit. But what we do meet What we Oh boy. (laughs) What we do meet is a heavy lifting aircraft.
0: Yep. yep. Uh, big
1: guy crane. Big green guy. Um, and his name is Windlifter. Another, another,
0: another like fun visual gag. We see him like uh, lifting uh, things of like uh, logs, like he's, you know, like he's lifting weights. Yeah, that is fun. Cute. I did like that. Um, so the thing about Windlifter, right, is is, is that he's, um he's, this, this is a sentence that's been sort of like on my mind since I saw the movie. He's a, a spiritual Native American helicopter.
1: <laughs> he is a... He, yeah, okay. So there's a lot to discuss here. First yeah, of all, yes, yes, let's say that again for posterity, a, he is a spiritual Native American helicopter.
0: Yes. And the thing is, right, if you took one of those qualities off of him, he wouldn't be nearly as memorable a character in a bad way as he is, right? If you had just gone, oh, this is a helicopter and he's Native American, we would get like maybe five minutes about this, of all of the jokes we're going to do about like, you know, what this suggests about like Mesoamerican societies. Mm. But the fact that he's, listen, right? The, the first thing, the first fucking thing that he says to Dustin is, The one that Lakota called Heoka beats his drum with the wind to make thunder. He explains the concept of fire in a mythological allegory, and a fucking bald eagle screeches in the background. Just so you know, this guy eh, might have might have magical powers. You know, yeah. So, so the the
1: creators of cars, uh, the creators of planes, yes. to fire and yes. rescue, did in fact speak to several native american advocacy groups to figure out the best way to portray this man in a non-racist way and i can only imagine that the first bit of advice they gave was do not give him magical powers
0: yeah Um, unfortunately especially like magical like shamanic powers that make him more connected to nature do not let him sense fires
1: due to his connection to nature Unfortunately, his opening scene is him sensing a fire due to his connection with
0: nature. He's, he's very he's very strongly suggested to have like some kind of power of premonition, right? He says things before they happen. Very slightly. It's, it's bad. Yeah. I, it, and it's all done in, like, every, all of his delivery is like that in that kind of affect, which is fair enough, right? But, like, not pretending to be any kind of an expert here. Every experience that I've had with Native American people has used that kind of, like, tone and that kind of suggestion of mythology as a way to make fun of white people, and it being an absolute deadpan form of irony. And so I was waiting the whole time he was doing the, like, explaining how fire thing happened. Yeah, for him him to just, like, ah, break character, just go, "Ah." talk Like a
1: normal... I'm not saying yeah. normal person, but talk like a fucking. <laughs> no,
0: dig yourself d- deeper
1: into the no, Because it's hole. clearly they've made him him speak like this in order to stress a that he's Native American, mm-hmm. and and b to suggest some sort of like deep connection with the national. Yeah, park yeah every every
0: every like line delivery that he has is very like portentous and meaningful, and it's like, yeah, okay, but I think you'll find that like. A lot of Native American people are very adept at using uh, those expectations ironically yeah, and as like a bit. Yes. And the other yes. thing
1: that would be fine about this guy, like it could be closer <clears throat> to fine, is if all of his co-workers and friends responded to him speaking like this by being like, ah, classic windlifter. When instead what they all do is wear throughout every time he does this an expression of complete disgust
0: what it's yeah it's <laughs> they so, are so fucking always weird like, what
1: the fuck
0: every time he it's, starts speaking <laughs> it's like a combination of disgust and like sometimes awe right, right? that like that, that everyone always takes him 100% seriously 100% of the time which is i suppose better than it might have been but it's not what I would think of as like a, a nuanced or a sensitive portrayal, you know? Um, it's not So great. <laughs> no, no. so so windlifter is there and he's being portentous. Dipper is there and he's being horny. There's a bunch of fucking forklifts that we're not going to remember. but Blade Ranger is out surveying the fireground because he's like he's a workaholic, right? Um. Mm-hmm. So they go out to they Blade go out to
1: Ranger. the Blade Ranger.
0: Blade Ranger, the hot helicopter played by Ed Ranger call, the hot calls, in a, yep. calls in a fire so we can see them all like deploy. They all go out and Dusty Dustin gets in the way because he doesn't know what to do. And this makes Blade Ranger mad at him. And the sort of middle third of this movie is essentially a like training montage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh where where Blade Ranger is to like d- sort of like Fire drill sergeant, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just like the
1: thing about him is that you'd you'd expect that character mm. to be like a real hard case or like just mean, right? But he's actually sure. just nothing but quite genuinely nice.
0: He's very professional, to, like which to Dusty, is, like a kind of meanness, I guess. But throughout
1: this, there are some. Parts where, like, they're, they're training, they go to Augerin Canyon, which is very funny because
0: mm-hmm.
1: to auger in so, means to, to,
0: to crash to horrendously. Crash, <laughs> to crash in such a way that you actually plow the ground on yeah, the way Yeah, to in. auger yes.
1: in. Um, uh, and there's a bit where Dusty can't go as fast as, uh, as he is supposed to do for, for a specific bit of the training course, and he just gets yelled at for it. And I'm like, mm. I don't understand why you're not telling him. <laughs> you, yeah, you he, are well, disabled. That, that like, would be a HIPAA violation
0: No, he refused because he's ashamed. He's ashamed of his disability, which is like as again as a, as a as a like storytelling thing. The the fact that it's presented like uncritically is bad. But like yeah. as as like a feature of like. Yeah, people are absolutely embarrassed by like disabilities or limitations, or, like asking for help or adjustments. It's just that's never made explicit. Instead, what this movie teaches you is that like if you do require any kind of like adjustments in the workplace, you must conceal your shame <laughs> until mm. the last possible moment. Um so God, we're yeah, not far into this movie. Uh, yeah. The... <laughs> It's actually okay. there's a lot to talk about. It turns out. See, see, there is. I there know. Is. I was wrong. I'm sorry. They I- um, the, the, they immediately give him invasive surgery. Is the other thing like step one of training? Uh, blade ranger just goes right, cut his wheels off. Yeah, which I did we- right. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Ste- step one, you you train hard and fast to become a firefighter. Uh, but what you actually do is they just give you fuck it, They implant you in like a sort of like. Space Marines Dreadnought type thing. No, what, what they, they do is give they put some pontoons, pontoons yeah. on him. They give him pontoons, yes. So that he can like suck up water through the pontoons, and then dump it onto, uh, onto and, a fire. And
1: Dusty spots much like Mayday had uh, a wall of pictures of uh, firefighters and he goes, hmm. yo, what do you gotta do to get your face on this wall? To which the forklift Mario replies, uh, crash... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because this is, of it's, course, it's, it's the a memorial wall. wall. Yeah, yeah,
0: and and the thing the thing is, it's important that you know that even within the 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 planes universe, firefighting has a high casualty rate. <laughs> it's like this is a, this is a dangerous occupation in which you might die. Um, which mm. oh, okay, sure. Um, now at this point, we have to meet the C plot, and the C plot arrives in the form of a guy who I thought was voiced by Eddie Izzard and isn't. It would have been
1: powerful of them to go back, go back for more ideas. <laughs> yeah.
0: <ready. laughs> yeah. yeah, three thirty three thirteen AM, going back for more ideas.
1: We meet it. the it's... the superintendent of this uh, national park. Who? What's his fucking spinner? Not oh, its cad, cad spinner. spinner. Cad spinner. Yeah,
0: cad, cad spinner is a Cadillac Escalade. Uh, which, aside from the sort of the semiotics of making that a uh, you know a, a car to make fun of, he's like a a sort of a pampered freeding a luxury SUV, who is the head of the park, and then strangely, right, as he's coming in, we get a a line that I just read as like straight up homophobia in the kids' movie about planes, because, as Tad Spinner drives up, Windlifter goes, He waxes himself. Daily. The thing is, right? Uh, what does it's, that mean? It's like a metrosexual joke, right? Like he's effeminate. He cares too much about his appearance. Like it, it's it's like waxing hair, but instead it's like a car wax, I guess. Mm, I, this man is a faggot. It's weird that they put that <laughs> in a children's show, but you it's, know, it, it, it is it is it is weird. Oh well. And and the thing the thing about Cad Spinner is that he has this massive lodge that he's he reopening. has
1: this fucking like Ozymandias tier yes, of lodge that he yes, has built.
0: Yes, he has built this massive it's fucking project
1: that he has diverted like ninety percent of the firefighting budget to building a big lodge, and that lodge is fucking enormous because it needs Why to be able done to full size planes. In as like customers,
0: so why 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 has he done this? There are like
1: internal shots of the lodge that are cyclopean in in
0: its fucking architecture. Absolutely,
1: (laughs) it's unbelievable. uh, Ah, it's all made out of wood as well. So like,
0: God knows. Yeah, we we can we can see what's what's gonna happen here. Um, Yeah. So so there's there's another fire that breaks out. Oh, uh, um, and he it had while he's there, he
1: notices that um, fucking <laughs> Dusty is famous, and is like, "Hey, you should come to the grand opening of this lodge."
0: Yeah, he's kind of a star fucker. It's weird. Yeah, um, and he gets
1: his name wrong a couple of times to, to sort of cement his one bit. Yeah, that he has being,
0: being rude,
1: and um, he also says an insane phrase, which is he says, <laughs> "The Secretary of the Interior of the United States will be there," and I wrote, <laughs> "Hello." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you, first of all, I, yeah, I I kind of I kind of like this idea that like the you know the secretary of the interior is like a big deal. Um, I I, well, I wrote down here that I guy, yeah yeah I I did appreciate this this look into the sort of the cutthroat internal politics and hard partying lifestyle of the national park service.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so Dustin gets invited to an after hours party in a hangar, right? Whether it's it's like a watch party, they're watching um a, a DVD. He doesn't know what it is yet, and what it turns out to be <laughs> is a TV show that Blade Ranger used to be on as an actor. Yeah, called called Chops. It's like it's chips. The yeah, the it's the California about, Highway
1: Patrol, but it's, it's yeah, Chops, but, but and it's helicopters. two helicopters, and it's and it's fucking Blade Ranger. Yeah, and. And a helicopter Nick that you-
0: Lupin Lopez. A helicopter who, without knowing anything else about, without knowing the first thing about him- months When ago. we did Cars 2, months ago, I posted a picture of him and I went, that helicopter is a fucking twink. And I was right. I was right to do it and I have been vindicated, once again, by history.
1: <sighs> that helicopter's a twink.
0: It's also it's racist, impossible. It's like, also, ra- oh, I have a, dr- I have a drop of the fucking racism. Let's go. Good move, partner. Man, why you
1: chompy's always fooling my fun? Hey, you think it's fun running station wagons off the road, you punk? It's, it's,
0: it's, yeah, when that accident
1: came on, um, we, both myself and my, uh, my girlfriend had to pause the fucking show and go, <laughs> what the fuck? Because this car is, he's, yes, is like a, oh my God, what is it? What would you even call this fucking thing?
0: It's not a lowrider either. It's it's like I don't even know. It, it looks kind of like a muscle car, but it has flame decals like you would have tattoos on a person.
1: It's what the movie um, Live and Let Die referred to as a pimp mobile.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. That's
1: what it is. It's it's oh just. Oh my god! It is a racially coded car, oh and it god. is given that voice. Yes, and. and Color brackets racialized. Yes. So, um, um, so,
0: so, so, Blade Ranger and Nick Loafers work together as like partners in this in in the fiction of this show. Um, and we
1: gone. Hmm. There's there's something legitimately very fun in this one, which is that um, they go to the, the, the Blade Ranger and his partner Nick uh, go to rescue someone from like the top story of a building that's burning down and fucking. He shoots out his like hoist and catches it, and everyone yeah. in everyone who's watching it yells hoist and drinks some oil,
0: which, in, <laughs> which yeah, insinuates like that there's
1: a drinking game going on, which I really do enjoy a <laughs> yeah, lot. Yeah,
0: I, I appreciated that. Yeah, uh, so so we find out about chops, and then we also find out we get uh, D- Dusty gets gets a call from uh, from home they say, we thought we found your gearbox, but we can't, so you're gonna stay, uh... PHYSICALLY disabled Forever. Sorry. And he's like, sad about this. Yeah. Then there's a fire, because it's a firefighting movie, we belatedly remember this. Um, And they kind of, they contain this fire, but at that moment, the VIPs, including such luminaries as the Secretary of the Interior of the United States, fly in, and the downdraft from them flying in reignites the fire. Yep. So Dusty is like impetuous and like uh, he 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 like crashes into a river. Blade Ranger tries to save him, and the way in which Blade Ranger ends up saving him is to force the two of them into an abandoned mine and wait for the fire to pass over them. Which is uh, a a thing that notoriously, well, I would say famous rather than notorious, wildland firefighter Ed Pulaski did in the Great Fire of 1910. Uh, except, the, I don't know why I know this. Other than to say that in order to do this, he had to threaten his fire crew with a pistol that he just brought to the fire, and also half of them died. So, and mm. And it, yeah. It rock. Yeah, so he, he like, fucking... <laughs> Blade Ranger,
1: like, blocks in Dustin in this fucking cave and you see, like, this flashover happen and it you get, like, a really close-up shot of the fire genuinely damaging Blade Ranger. Like, his metal is pitting. Mm-hmm. And I was there's, like, fucking <laughs> hey, That's there's, genuine a body a horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But also, when Blade Ranger is trying to get him into the, the fucking mine, uh, Dusty goes, but will suffocate. To which I wrote down simply, "How? Yeah. Your what? <laughs> yeah, well, <huh? laughs> Your no, lungs you won't. In there <laughs>
1: during the so, something else that we should note before the uh, <laughs> during there's a, they all go to the grand opening."
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two yeah. things we have to note about the grand opening, right? Okay.
1: Uh, There's a couple of things. First of all, once again, cannot stress enough that this lodge is absolutely insane massive, in its scope. Massive, There's, yes. like, multiple yeah. helipads all over it. It's because like if you
0: built the Burj Khalifa in Yellowstone. Yeah,
1: it's it, it's insane. Mm. Fucking amazing. Uh, the other thing is that they meet this, like, camper van couple. A couple of RVs called Harvey and yes, Winnie. Yes,
0: because Winnebago and RV, very yeah, funny, very but fun. They, 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 he's, he used to be a tire salesman, and we get this line, and I just want to preserve the like dead silence at the end of this line too.
1: For our wedding day, bought her the best set of white walls. We wore off the treads
0: on our honeymoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a horny movie. It's it's, Fuck, it's, it's, it's a, a really
1: dis- disturbingly it's horny, disconcertingly horny movie.
0: It's horny movie. Because we haven't been
1: mentioning it because it's table stakes, but like every time Dipper is on screen. <laughs>
0: Every time she has no other like. Thing there is going literally on a other point horny
1: where where and it's just this like I don't know if it even plays into anything else, but Dusty wakes up in the night and notices that she's just straight watching him through the window.
0: Oh, oh I I have the drop for this. I like watching you sleep. I, I, you can't say that to your coworkers, dude. It's I, not healthy.
1: It's uh, not appropriate. <laughs> it's an not appropriate relationship. Uh, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> And so while, while the Winnebago and the RV are, are having a little chat, they, they offer up a toast um, and they let yes. Windlifter do the toast. And what and Windlifter... Windlifter does
0: the toast in the form of recounting a fable, uh, uh, a, a parable mm. about a coyote who brought the gift of fire to, and here you can hear the, if you like, the gear change, the first. Vehicles, and there's but, a lot there. Um, yeah, b- b- what
1: the other thing mm. is, the entire time he's talking, there is panpipes going on in the
0: background, and he's Hiosi howls at yeah. the end in the distance, and he's lit from under by the fire. It's all and played completely ti- straight.
1: The whole yeah. time, everyone who's listening to him is again in that mix of like awe and just like bemusement, right? <laughs> they're, not, yeah, because, they're not like, like part, part our classic the, like,
0: windlifter, my buddy. Just Part like, of the myth, Ugh. right, is is that the coyote, like, he burns his paws stealing fire, and they become, like, blackened, and he bites them off, right? It's not that weird in the context of, like, mythology, right? But he recounts this, and then Dusty is like, well, that's fucking gross, man, that's crazy, you, you, you and it's, it's like, it's weirdly
1: racist. The other thing is, of course, um, coyote, I believe coyote was a name, because instead mm-hmm. of saying his own paws... This guy goes tires. <laughs> so, oh like, yeah, he this does, is, doesn't he? This guy ate oh, his own tires. Is He the ate ge- his
0: yeah. own tires.
1: So, yeah, Dusty has a comment on that. Um, and at mm-hmm. this point, I'd like to go, So did Christopher Columbus just arrive in America and find helicopters there? Is that what we're talking about? Because Columbus would be a car.
0: You, you, a riding, boat, riding a sentient boat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He had three boats, the Nina, the Finta, the and the Santa Maria, uh, all of which were like, Horrendously God, racist. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so a bunch of a bunch of cars in like weird sort of pointy helmets showed up to find uh, various societies of helicopters. I guess.
1: Yeah, Mesoamerican American societies of helicopters. Absolutely.
0: They, you know, they, they introduced tractors to to the new worlds. Um, and, and
1: Pontiac Aztecs.
0: <sighs> <laughs> Fuck off. I I was okay. okay. I was happy with that. That's uh, my one. Okay. On. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So 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 Ni- so fucking Blade Ranger. Right. He yes. like he 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 gets he gets burned up. Right. Um. And he he like but he saves he saves Dusty and he's like unconscious and he's like grounded for repairs. Mm-hmm. Um. And Dusty like talks to Maru the forklift the mechanic about chops about this show that he was on, and, and Maru just goes, oh yeah, Nick Lupin Lopez was killed when he touched some fentanyl, or whatever.
1: Yeah, he uh, saw it, some fentanyl and instantly died, <laughs> is the problem.
0: Yeah, 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 and so Blade Ranger was fucking traumatised by this, and he never acted again. because yeah.
1: Blade <laughs> Ranger made the most based career choice move ever, which is fake cop to real firefighter. <laughs> just immeasurably a better thing to do with your time.
0: He 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 stopped being a fake cop because Nick Lopez was trying to do a stunt and just fucking died in a freak cross. Just completely <laughs> ate shit. Exploded. Because cars
1: die, right? We know this from yeah, cars too. Yeah, we
0: established that. It's yeah, easy absolutely. to
1: kill a fucking vehicle. So, so Lopez just <laughs> cr- This twink helicopter just smashed <laughs> bodily into like a fucking building <laughs> during the filming of the TV show Chops. <laughs>
0: that's right. And so Blade is traumatized. Um also I, I that's that also like makes another thing in retrospect horrifying because like Blade's catchphrase when he like when Nick Lopez does something cool is good move partner right um <laughs> but th- but then there's the bit right before he did fucking before Dusty crashes and gets Nick fucking burned up is he finally wins Blade's respect and Blade uses the fucking line only to see for the second time in his life one of his friends just fucking like eat shit immediately. He must think he's cursed. Like, what kind of fucking survivor's guilt is this helicopter carrying around? I can't believe this is my job that it leads me to say is so. like this.
1: This, yeah, this plane is. This this helicopter. My apologies. This helicopter is traumatized completely. Also,
0: also, uh, in reference to Nick Lopez being a twink, I, I simply wrote down the word helicacy. Um, Come on. The, the, mm. So,
1: <sighs> helicacy was, um, I think, one of the, the Athenian scholars, the philosopher. <laughs>
0: so, so Cad Spinner like tries to turn on the massive sprinkler system had installed in the lodge to protect it from the fire, which has now, like, jumped its bounds. Um, and in doing so, he diverts all of the water from the firefighters, so they just can't make new fire retardants.
1: Yeah, they just um, have to stick with like water from the river, instead of the, yes. the red stuff that they use. These guys say retardant a lot. It's very they fun. Say, for they that. say
0: retardant a lot. If you want a drop of a guy saying retardant, I have. I gotta mix up a fresh batch of retardant.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> completely normal. So, normal sounds.
0: Um, totally. Yeah, yeah, no absolutely. That's what it is. This. It's it's a. It, it is. Fire retardant. That's it's it. called Foscheck. It's a yeah. No. Uh, anyway. So. But the fire, yeah. the fire, like heads towards the lodge anyway, and they have to evacuate. Um. And at this point, we have to, like, again, do some firefighting shit. Which, fine, whatever. Not really, uh, not really paying attention. But, the RV couple that yes. we met earlier, the insanely horny ones, mm-hmm. are trapped, because they're on a bridge in Augurin Canyon. Uh, because they were trying to find where they had their first kiss, and they just went into a fucking wildfire, like morons was. Um, yeah. So, Dusty has to, like, Push his engine to the limit—the thing that he likes shouldn't do—in order to try and save them. And then at that exact moment, Blade shows up and he uses the hoist and he sort of saves the fucking thing, um, but at a horrible cost because redlining the gearbox causes Dusty to just crash. Right um, yeah. now, I'm 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 using here the Wikipedia synopsis to help me along, and it's right. not very helpful, which is why no. I've got like several scenes in the wrong order, but. If you go to like we're on the we're on to the second to last paragraph of the Wikipedia summary, thank God, uh, and it says unconscious, Dusty is airlifted back to base where he wakes up five days later, and at this point, someone has embedded a link to the Wikipedia page for coma.
1: Yeah, I see. This. I just <laughs>
0: find that very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Cessna and in a I. coma, I I know it's serious. I he's just fucking. He's out for five days, um, which is enough time for them to have like fixed everything. Yeah, uh, They've
1: stayed by his side the whole time. He wakes up and she she asks strange. him if he knows what pegging is.
0: Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, hey, they, they like they, they they demote Cad Spinner and send him to like Death Valley, um, and they make an old park ranger who has a stupid hat. The new superintendent. Yeah, he's been um, present.
1: There, there's a bunch of characters that show up for like two seconds and go away. Yeah. There's like there's a there's, there's a fire a fighting fire... truck. Um, yeah,
0: who's who's played by fucking Pulaski. Brock Sampson? Um, who's uh, uh, fuck? What's the Patrick Warburton? Yeah, Patrick. So I'm just uh, yeah. Sorry, so me a, a second. I was trying to figure out who that was. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking Brock Sampson, the, the the fire truck.
1: Um, he but... can't not he can't not be in a fucking Disney film. I don't know what.
0: No. That is just doing
1: anything he can these days.
0: I mean, it, it pays the bills, you know. Yeah. Um, now, at this point, we have to completely undercut the, the like, A-plot about physical disability, right? Which is, like, yeah. throughout throughout this movie, right, we've been going, like, you know, you can have a second career in your life. You don't have to, like, if if you, you know, dedicated your whole life to something and then for, like, reasons beyond your control, you can't do it anymore. That's not, like... You, you don't have to, like, give up. You don't have to, like, despair. You can find meaning elsewhere. You can, like, uh, go and do something else. And in some ways, that's as fulfilling. And, like, you can get the, like, respect of your friends and coworkers uh, without having to, like, uh, you, you know, kill yourself over it. Um, yeah, and, that's, and all, that's all interesting
1: and, and you know, maybe yeah. a good lesson for some kids to have. But check this out. Mm. What if instead uh, you just fixed it?
0: Yeah, what if he just got better? What if
1: he just healed um, while he was he just in got, that coma? What if, just,
0: what, if, what if what if what if the forklift fixed him? What which, what, which what if
1: by completing his primary character arc, accepting his disability, and learning uh, this this new career that already helped people, uh, he is rewarded by being completely healed?
0: I think it would be very funny if that was the way that it worked in real life. Is that you had to have total sincerity that you didn't need to be healed and that's the only way you could be and god is just like ah i got you got gotcha, you bitch <laughs> but no eh. like like i was genuinely like it is a good lesson to teach kids in a sort of sensitive way that sometimes like people's capacities and their abilities change and they don't get better and that sometimes that you know that it's not about you know like getting back to the thing that you used to do but in like finding uh you know a a new purpose and a new meaning and instead they just you know sort of ditch that
1: yeah and instead they were just like okay and now you're now you're normal again you are no longer physically disabled mp3 like yes Yes. and and it's fine fine whatever because it's not like he quits being a firefighter immediately thereafter right he does become a firefighter still
0: yeah and he goes home to be the second firefighter to to mayday who has been like refurbished yeah now, and there's shiny, and, and they they there's reopen this
1: thing. yeah fuck May, mayday's built this shit now that's the other thing <laughs> yeah. you get back then, he's yeah. insane
0: yeah the, another lesson for this if you're old, just stop yeah stop being old bitch just get get normal <laughs> yeah.
1: again you can be <laughs> refitted whatever
0: like that's right that's right
1: age age doesn't exist that's fine there's no there's no Major dis- disadvantages to aging—you can just deal with that. Also, physical disability is a myth. Um, mm-hmm. And then in the final scene, every character that we've met thus far comes down to Propwash Junction, leaving the national park entirely undefended against fire.
0: Yep. And they will yep. hang out in the, for in a the bit. middle of in the middle of fire season. Middle of fire ganonically. season. Ganonically.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I man, okay, <laughs> maybe leave someone behind.
0: Nope, nope, can't do it. But they all uh, and, come down
1: to rescue the corn festival again. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, and and I I guess Dippers gonna like peg the shit out of Dusty. I don't know. Yeah, I,
1: unclear what their relationship is by the end. I think.
0: And, and then yeah, yeah, he doesn't ever really seem to reciprocate anything. No, She's not once. Just horny at him, like he could be fucking gay for all we know. He doesn't like. He's not interested, but she's like,
1: all he wants 100... to do is go fast. Like, he doesn't care about fucking. Yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah. care about pussy or any shit like that. He just wants to no, be absolutely. a racing guy.
0: No, that, that, that plain pussy, that pussy. Um, and then the, the, the credits roll, and we find out that this movie was directed by a guy called Robert Bobs Gannaway, which was really all I needed to, like, the, the perfect little cherry on the top of this movie. Produced
1: by Feral Baron. <sighs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Ferrell Baron, like Bombs. Will Ferrell's surname, and then Cannon.
0: Baron with two R's. Yeah, the, all of these names are made up. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, anyway, this movie killed the planes franchise completely. Um, <laughs> absolutely, it was it was relatively commercially successful, but not enough.
1: Uh, the, uh, and
0: and so <laughs> the hmm. character
1: of Windlifter. Finally was enough and everyone was like, Okay, we can't do this. We yeah, do does not doesn't
0: need to be in anything else. They cancelled the sequel to this. And in fact, they cancelled it so hard they shut down the whole animation studio.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, which is which is one way to one way to finish a franchise.
0: Absolutely. Like, absolutely. That's it's like we can we that. can never do this again.
1: Um the other so, thing is like Planes Fire and Rescue came out twenty fourteen. And just yes. like Planes came out twenty thirteen. So it was just like yeah. fucking pumping. They, were gonna, these they were gonna
0: try and do like ten pole, like one a year, every year. Uh, and this one did, did, did not do because of the the, the twink helicopter and the, the Native American helicopter and Ed Harris for some reason and the horny RVs. It, it's a weird movie, and I'm so, so glad that I made us watch it. Yep. Do we have any closing thoughts about planes to fire and rescue? I have one. Go on. I I have a I have a, a theory, a really out there theory that I can't defend for the life of me, and I, I I will not be accepting scrutiny on this at all. Which is that I think that the like the point of doing planes as a franchise, I think this was demographically targeted. And I think Planes was meant to be the, like, red state version of Cars, and I think that's why they got Dane Cook. Not gonna explain this further, but I I choose to believe this. I think the jokes and the sensibility in there are closer to a sort of, like, a a PG version of a redneck comedy tour than than any of the the Cars movies were.
1: You know what? Yeah, actually, you're right. (laughs)
0: I, I, You're actually I right, because there's a lot this, more like, genuine to in a homophobia
1: I, yep, in, yep. in this one, and mm-hmm. like, disrespect for, for Native Americans in this one, than there is it's, in, like, Cars. Yeah,
0: it, mm.
1: Cars, right, let's just, Cars 2 is about the comedy relief side character from the first Cars movie becoming an international super spy.
0: Yeah, and about and also how, how being like, trans is deceptive. Yeah, being trans is and, bad. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But that's, that's table stakes, that's just normal. Um, sure, everyone yeah. thinks that.
0: Absolutely, we all agree with
1: that. Mm, of course, of course. Um, Planes 2... Planes 2 is much lower stakes, I'll tell you that for a fact.
0: That's true, that's absolutely true. <laughs> they,
1: didn't, they didn't bother to go with the, uh, the world ending, like, fucking all-in-all, all,
0: fucking... No, although that does remind me, there is one line we skipped over, right? Oh, come at at the beginning of his training, right? So Blade Ranger has to like kind of put Dusty in his place because he's like quite cocky, right? Yes. But Dusty Dusty has like done shit before, right? Like he mm-hmm. flew around the world, and he says as much. He's like, "Why? Well, I, I you know I I flew around the world. I'm not you know I'm not an idiot." Um. And Blade Ranger, in perfect like Ed Harris ominous voice, drops the hardest line, and he just goes. Was the world on fire when you did it? What?
1: What, what? (laughs) Was the whole world on fire? And it's like, This is a situation that I
0: regularly encounter as a firefighter. And to be fair,
1: later on, there's like a shot where they're flying through the fire to get out to the Mm -hmm. other side so they can head it off because there's just no way to go round it. It's, It's so out of control. And fucking hell, it did like... They sell the whole world is on fire in that shot. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the,
0: the, the fire effects on this, pretty good. It's, it it pretty just
1: good. It reminds me most specifically of like the bit in fucking Mad Max Fury Road when they drive into the sandstorm, and it's like, mm. volume cuts out, there's just particles.
0: So the, the lesson here from, from this podcast is that this movie is as good as Mad Max Fury Road, if not better.
1: I would, I wouldn't say that because Mad Max Fury Road is maybe one of my favorite movies to ever no, made.
0: No, I, th- I, th- I think we can, I think we can end this by saying that it's a better movie than Mad Max Fury Road. This has been Kill James Bond. You any we'll final back thoughts, Debbie? Oh, my name's Abigail. Okay, there she is. I just, I, you know, she's just such a delight. Um, Absolutely. What's And
1: it's, I don't think that this is a piece of art. I think that this is a uh, cynical. It's a cool piece of of fan fiction Is what I think this is I didn't actually know that was what that one was But you know what it fits (laughs) to
0: Perfect, perfect. it really does And it's your pick for the next one Because we're doing another Double Dragon episode
1: Yeah, just in Uh, case Oh man, I will will have a thing My main problem Is every time I think of a movie That I'd like to talk about on this I then have to attempt to find any possible way To stream the fucking thing (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I have to actually watch it. Anyway, we will see you for whatever that whatever piece of like Australian Hong Kong joint produced martial arts nonsense that turns out to be.
1: Almost certainly. ha ha ha. What a great episode of the Kill James Bond podcast. I'm recording this outro as I typically do uh the day before this episode goes live and i am sick as a fucking dog right now and i have to read out 52 names so let's just go ahead and crack right on with that um James james will return in two weeks time on the free feed hopefully with skyfall we will see uh if not it might well be another double dragon um We'll see what we can do. But if two weeks is simply too long for you to wait, you can head on to our Patreon where we upload bonus episodes. And that's patreon.com slash killjamesbond. But special thanks of course to our £15 pounds and above patrons, and those are Forks Winchester, Christine Fox, Paint McCaller, Jack Holmes, George Rohack, Thomas Oberhardt, British Pterodactyl, Sol, Nikki, Phil West Music, Carolyn Tankersley, Benno Rice. Rain, Max Kapinski, Kit Divine, Amanda Rog, <coughs> oh fuck me, <laughs> leave that in. Uh, Amanda Rog, Max Gaimanhart, Sydney Steckle, Dread Pirate Robin, Jay Martindale, Hell Blood Hands, the long name that I hate, Jack Bushell, Tarp O, Field Commissar Gen Gen, Mothman, Big Titty Goth Girl, Timothy Pajani, Trip, Kentucky Fried Commie, Michael Lada, Ellie without the E, Charlie in the closet, Jenna and Paul, Zoe Shepherd, Elizabeth Cox, Finn Ross, Alfredo, Avery Darling, Philippa Smith, Wolfie, Rael Leal, Richard Drum, Al Owing, David Wickramaratna, James Natman, Millie, Robbie Morgan, Josh Simmons, Penny Banks, Bond the Bon, and I make Devon say this out loud. Yes, you do. Bill James Bond has been Devon and Alice, although typically we also have Abigail. Um, our producer is the wonderful Nate Thay, our podcast art is by Matty Lopchansky, and our website is by Tom Allen and I will see you next week